I'm Kaya Northcutt. Welcome to the Kids Learn Career Show. Each week, I ask a different person about their job so you can know what your options are out in the world. My guest today is Bradley Steinike, a police officer. Bradley, welcome to the show. Kyle, thanks for having me, man. Thanks for being here. First off, can you tell me what it's like to be a police officer? Um, yeah, the the biggest thing I can think of is that it's it's very rewarding. Um, it's a, mm-hmm. a lot of fun. It's a big challenge as well, but it's exciting and, and rewarding. So the, the rewardingness and the excitement kind of over overrule the challenging mm-hmm. aspect. Yeah. So what kinds of things do you actually do day to day at work? Um, the biggest thing I do uh, right now as a patrol officer uh, is I drive around a lot. <laughs> so I'll, uh, I'll typically um, respond to calls for service. So when people call either non-emergency police or when they call the emergency 911, um, our dispatch center will dispatch us as police officers to the call for service. Um, so we'll go to that. We'll also do a lot of traffic stops or just talking to people in the community, walking around neighborhoods and walking around parks and downtown areas and just getting uh, getting a chance to get out and talk with people. But it's a lot of driving around the city and, and interacting with the community. Cool. So when did you first know you wanted to do this kind of work? Well, I, uh, I had an idea that I wanted to be a police officer in middle school. I had a really cool um school resource officer. Mm -hmm. But at the time, I was a lot more focused in the military. Um, And Mm -hmm. so uh, I ended up um, deciding around college when I was in in my earning my bachelor's degree is when I decided that this was really the the career that I wanted to focus in on. Mm, Cool. So did you do any other jobs or careers before this one, like being in the military? And can you tell us a bit more about the path you took to get here? Yeah, so um, I, I was in the Army. I was in the Army Reserves right out of high school. Um, the path that kind of brought me here is I, I initially wanted to be um, an Air Force pilot, actually. When I was in middle and high school, I was really looking into the Air Force um, and ended up changing and, and wanting to go to school uh, on my own, uh, mostly because I, I didn't get accepted into the Air Force Academy. And uh, so I went and I went and uh, wanted to get exposure to the military, but I still wanted to get a degree. So I did the uh, U.S. Army Reserves while I was going to school. Um, and then while I was in school is how I kind of learned that that police is the route that I wanted to go outside of the military. Cool. So what do you like most and least about your job? Um, the thing that I like most is that every day is a challenge um, and every single day is different. Um, no matter what happens, uh, it's different than the day before, even if the call is the same type. Um, and I feel like I actually get to help people in a tangible way. Uh, there's a lot of service connected with the military and I really respect and appreciated that, but it was hard to feel, um, like the people that I was helping. Whereas in my job now I can uh, actually interact and talk with the people and we get cards when, when we've helped them and they can say thank you and give us hugs. And it, and it feels like I actually do a lot more, um, work for people. And the thing that I like least is probably the paperwork involved. Um, there is a lot of paperwork and I, I, I've listened to quite a few of your other, um, episodes and, and they do a lot of people that sense to be the same. So I think that might just be a part of being an adult is paperwork. Um, but there's also like a lot of longer nights. Um, I worked night shift for the first few years. Um, so, 
and and it's kind of just difficult when you're interacting with people a lot of the times when they're calling for help you're dealing with them in the worst part of their life you know somebody who's calling 911 isn't necessarily having a good day so um just not getting to interact with people on their best days is is kind of not as fun as as um I would like mm. now a word from our sponsor this episode is sponsored by Kids Green Team, a business startup kit I created with my friend Micah. Here's the problem we learned about that we couldn't ignore. Your city doesn't recycle plastic grocery bags, shipping air pillows, bubble wrap, and other plastic like that. Whether you throw them in the trash yourself or put them in your curbside recycling bin, they're headed for a landfill, or worse, the ocean. But that's where my friend Micah and I come in. We've built an entire course to teach kids like us how to turn this unnecessary waste into a successful business, profitable from month number one. Check it out at kidsgreenteam.com. Let's do some good together. Okay, now back to the show. What level of education do you have? Was that required for your job or not? Um, I have a bachelor's degree that I, I went to Colorado State University, um, and my, it, it kind of depends on which agency. So different cities and police departments have different requirements. My city requires that we have a two, at least two years of college, but they're starting to work towards understanding that people um, can earn that after they get hired because there's a lot of barriers to, to going to school that a lot of people um, don't have the money to go to college right off the bat. So just being willing and, and able to go to getting a degree, a lot of agencies are willing to help out with that. Um, but uh, it, it kind of varies. There are some some police departments in, in certain cities that don't require any schooling. Some require a bachelor's degree. We're kind of in between, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so how much money would someone starting out in your field expect to make? And what's the long-term income potential? So yeah, so starting at my my specific police department, and again, this varies from police department to police department, but we start our police officers at around $65,000 a year. Um, and after about six years, you can be expecting to make uh, around eighty-nine dollars to $90,000 a year. If you want to move into, we have different promotional sides, uh, something called a master police officer. They're making close to $95,000 a year. And then long-term career-wise, uh, if you want to get into like a leadership type role, um, you're typically looking at, at $100,000 to $130,000 a year in different leadership aspects. But the nice thing is, is we are paid hourly. And so there's always an opportunity for overtime. So even if the base is starting out at 65, my first year I was making around $60,000 and I, I had actually brought home close to, to 70 because of overtime opportunities. So. Wow. That's a lot. So how much free time do you have? Like, do you work a traditional 40 hour work week more or less? So that's the nice thing, too, is, is typically I, I try to work between 40 and 45 hours a week because we are paid hourly. It's, it's a little bit more flexible in the overtime sense. So um, typically, if I want to work or if we have, you know, I'll, we're, we're in need a lot of the times to work more, but nobody typically forces us to work more than 40 hours a week. Uh, a lot of the times it's out of choice. Cool. So what advice do you have for young people considering what you do for the job? 
my my biggest advice would be to explore your options. Like I've said before, different police departments have different um, ways of doing things, different pay scales, different vacation times, different requirements. And so I'd, if, if you're interested in police work, I definitely say get involved, do ride-alongs. Um, or even if you're not interested in police work and, and you're just curious, I, I think ride-alongs are a huge benefit to learning what's going on um, with your police department. And if you ever need to call for help, you kind of have an understanding of what's going on. Um, there are things like uh, police explorers and internships that, that really help you get an idea of what's going on. And if you're interested in law enforcement, I think that that's a huge, a huge route that would be beneficial in the future. Cool. So this one is borrowed from Tim Ferriss, a bestselling author and one of the top podcasters in the world. What is one of the best or most worthwhile investments you've ever made? This one's an interesting question. And I really like it, Kyle. Um, I, I have to say that that one of the best investments I made was into my ability into making relationships with people from all different walks of life. I'm kind of uh, I, I kind of go back and forth between introverted and extroverted. Sometimes I feel like I can get along with people, but I really have to work at it. And one of the biggest investments I made was the ability to work at branching out and talking with different people and getting to know their stories, uh, getting to know um, what they did in life to help them out and having kind of that mentorship aspect. It really, it really helped me making different relationships and different careers and different areas decide what I wanted to do. Cool. So was there a time in your life where you felt like you completely failed at something, but it ended up helping later on in life? Yeah, um, actually, uh, kind of how I got chosen into this career, I guess you would say, is that I really, like I said before, I really wanted to get into a military academy, whether that be West Point for the Army or the Air Force Academy, all throughout high school and all throughout middle school. And, and mm -hmm. uh, I ended up not succeeding there. I ended up failing at, at getting accepted into a, into one of those academies and they're, they're pretty difficult to get into. And so um, it was a, a pretty big shock when that was kind of what I worked my whole life at that point towards. And I, I, I failed, um, but I took it as an opportunity to find a different route. I had backup plans and I was able to dive into those backup plans and, and uh, I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it weren't for that. So mm -hmm. Now, I know you already talked about this a bit, but could you elaborate on the people who in your life, like a parent, grandparent, teacher, coach, or mentor made a huge impact on you? Yeah, I, and, and there's, it's hard, Kyle, because there's a lot of people in my life, um, everybody from my fifth grade teacher, Miss Maz, to um, a mentor that I had when I was in Civil Air Patrol in high school, Kurt Powers, who uh, took me under his wing and, and really motivated me to um, the CSU professor that introduced me into the internship that got me to the police department, Brad Hurst. Um, he, he was a huge motivator. And then even just people like my mom and dad and, and my current fiance, who have they're been there by the side, by my side, um, supporting me and uh, understanding that this job, it does have some long nights and there is some difficulties there, but in the end, it's, it's a reward that, that means a lot to me. And so that support has been awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So knowing what you know now, would you have done anything differently growing up? Um, and this is a good one. Yeah, I think I think I probably wouldn't have put so much focus uh, into trying to create an identity for myself early on. I would have just kind of 
enjoyed my time. I went to focus so much on um, getting into the military academy. I mean, that was a huge goal of mine, and I, I don't regret working towards that. And probably if I had worked towards it a little bit more, maybe I would have been successful. But I think in the end, everything kind of falls into place how it should. And so I, I would have spent a little bit more time enjoying my my youth, as as I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's the best advice you have for young people who want to be successful in life and in their work? This is, there's a uh, kind of twofold. I want to say, um, first off, be the change that you want to see in the world. I think, you know, it's really easy, especially with today with um, how accessible everybody else in the world is. I, I think it's really easy for us to complain about the way things are. And I, I think that it's, would be awesome if everybody, um, instead of just, and this sounds kind of crusty, but, um, complaining about things, we actually worked towards being the change that we wanted to see. And then one of the things that I am, I am glad to see is happening more, um, is creating a work-life balance. Not everything is about your career goals in life. There is such a thing as being able to be successful while still maintaining some free time and, and, a, and a life of your own with friends and family. I think that's a huge importance that we need to place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Bradley. Now it's time for the joke of the day. What is a cat's favorite color? Ooh, I don't know, Kyle. What is it? Purple. <laughs> that's awesome. Thanks. Thanks again for joining us on the Kids Learn Career Show. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and tell your friends. See you next time.